This is Sean, and you're listening to The More Things Change, the podcast that explores the similarities between ancient history and modern events, and everything from pop culture, music, art and entertainment, to politics, sociology, and philosophy. So let's dig through history and hear the stories that reveal just how similar we all really are. What if I told you there were secret organizations responsible for what stays on top of the Billboard music charts, what trends on Twitter, and who gets canceled? This group isn't the Illuminati or the Freemasons, but instead groups of internet stands. The term stand was coined after a song of the same name that was released in 2000 by rapper Eminem. It told the story of a crazed superfan who wrote letters to his idol Eminem and progressively became more insane. This fan was named Stan, and as the song goes on, we can see that he's becoming more and more mentally ill. Stan dyes his hair and dresses like the rapper in order to become more like him, but when his fan mail to Eminem goes ignored, he snaps and kills himself and his wife. Used as a noun or verb, the term Stan has since become synonymous with agreeing or supporting someone on an intense level. The Oxford English Dictionary tracks the historical use of words and notes that the first recorded use of stan as a verb is from a 2008 tweet. Around the same time, it showed up in the Urban Dictionary, the online source for modern slang. But the word didn't gain much traction and wasn't commonly used until the mid-2010s. Stan officially made its way into the Oxford English Dictionary in 2018 and into the Merriam-Webster Dictionary in 2019. But most modern stands look past the term's history and wear it as a badge of pride. You've actually probably heard of the stands behind some of the most popular musicians. Beyonce has the Beehive, Justin Bieber has the Believers, K-pop group BTS has a fan base known as ARMY. Used as a verb, the term has seen an explosion in usage and become ingrained in popular culture. Even political commentator and co-host of The View, Meghan McCain, recently used the term on Twitter when she said, I stand Jacinda, in admiration of the New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern's unfazed reaction to an earthquake striking while she was doing an interview on live television. Through the connection of social media, these stands have influence and real power. On Twitter, stands make accounts to share love of their favorite artist and connect with others who support or stand the same artist. They start hashtags that promote artists' new albums or singles, and with their wide influence, sometimes these hashtags generate millions of unique tweets. This traction pushes these hashtags or phrases to appear on the trending page of Twitter, letting artists receive the equivalent of tens to hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of unpaid promotion. But where does simple fandom cross a line? Ariana Davis of Yahoo Lifestyle writes, Standing has created a precarious, an often hostile world where fans can create non-existent feuds, cyberbully celebrities off social media, and influence both pop culture and the news cycle. For example, Ariana Grande's fan base, the Arianators, pushed comedian and Ariana's ex-boyfriend Pete Davidson to depression and suicidal thoughts after berating him on social media after the couple's breakup. Derek Thompson, author of Hitmakers, The Science of Popularity and the Age of Distraction, said, Stands are a classic example of what I call soft cults. In sociology, cults are often groups that self-organize around the principle that the mainstream is bad in some way, and then offer a positive rebellion against it. The internet makes it easier for them, 
Not only because you can self-organize around a single positive idea like Beyonce is awesome, but also because you can organize around an opposition, like Rihanna fans are trash. The truth is, humanity has turned to idol worship, of real people or mythological gods with perceived power, all throughout history. Ancient religions perhaps created the first stands. The ancient Greeks created gods like Zeus, Aphrodite, and Apollo, who were just as corrupt as humans. They were gluttonous and liars and cheats, but extremely powerful and attractive. They worshipped likenesses and were committed to them, refusing to see the gods' shortcomings, even though the statues and pictures they bowed to would never show them appreciation back. Some civilizations took it a step further, literally worshipping people of power, like Caesars, pharaohs, and emperors as gods. With that control and power, civilizations could self-organize as in the example author Derek Thompson gives. A Roman emperor might be able to rally his people around a seemingly positive idea like nationalism, with a message of the importance and power of the Roman people. But he could also rally his people through an oppositional idea, like racism or discrimination based on class, by stating something like, any non-Roman is a savage barbarian. Are celebrity worship and stand culture just the modern equivalent of ancient idolatry? The natural tendency of man is to follow someone who has power, riches, or beauty, or something else that we crave. Maybe Slim Shady coined the modern incarnation of obsession, but even in the 1800s, British historian Thomas Carlyle said, Hero worship exists, has existed, and will forever exist, universally among mankind. So, what do you stand for? Thank you for listening, and join me next time as I explore the connection between the Knights Templar and QAnon, and the endless world of conspiracy theories. If you have any recommendations for story ideas or just want to give feedback, email me at the More Things Change Podcast at gmail.com.